0: This is The
1: Relevant Podcast. It's Friday, April 23rd, 2021. It's a Relevant Podcast. Here in Orlando, I'm your host, Cameron Strang. And joining me from Loverland, Virginia, it's Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. From Austin, Texas, author, speaker, podcaster, Jamie Ivey. Hey guys, and from Nashville, Tennessee, artist, producer, mogul, Twitterer, Derek Miner. Was that? Is that a word, Twitterer? <laughs> it is. It has been a week where if you do not follow Derek Miner on social media, you have missed the show. He oh has had enough, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Derek,
2: I, I have a question about about the you know. Th- sometimes I'll have takes. You know, like Uh things that are not as profound or or, or yours. Usually they're about very (laughs) inconsequential. But they're but they're takes nonetheless. Right. Like not about anything substantial. And I'll type them out. But stuff that I know people would read and disagree with and like hit me back. Right. Yeah. Sometimes I will I will go as far as like typing them out. And I'm like, man, I just don't know if I have the intellectual or emotional energy to like deal with. To stand your ground, to
1: like defend yeah. it after yeah, people a, a, exactly,
2: right. okay. and, 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 and so I guess my question for you, I mean, because obviously a lot of the 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 ideas that that you are are comfortable and really good at engaging with are are ones that are going that you know some of the feedback isn't just kind of like. I would imagine a lot of it isn't kind of like a playful kind of debate. It's stuff that is really, really important stuff that takes a tremendous amount of emotional and mental energy. How do you like deal with knowing that what you're going to put out into the world may cause people to respond in a certain way? How do you kind of proactively, you know, prepare yourself for those interactions?
0: I think like for me, Especially, like, when we talk about, like, racial justice. I have conviction. Mm-hmm. I think that's the difference. Like, that's the reason why a lot of people... It's really... At first, I used to take every comment serious. But then I stopped taking them serious because I realized most of the people comment and don't have conviction. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't even believe... Like, a lot of times, people are often... Like when it comes to like race, a lot of times they're just the peanut gallery. They're not, mm-hmm. in their mind, they haven't thought thought about it. They haven't dug deep. You know what I mean? I, and I could tell by some of the responses that how deep you haven't went is by some right. of the responses. Like I'm like, that's a very elementary, immature perspective on a man getting suffocated to death for nine minutes, but whatever. Mm-hmm. But I know for myself, it's conviction and it's not conviction by choice. I mean, I'm not, I don't, I don't like, <laughs> I don't like uh, debating people about the humanity of black people, but I'm black. I got a black wife. got two black kids. I got black friends and they don't have advocates for them that have a spotlight like I do. So like for me, it's important for them to know that you're heard and seen and those emotions are real and and that's that sometimes (laughs) sometimes it's a lot more eloquent (laughs) and sometimes it's a lot more guttural um but it's always out of out of a desire to see peace come to i mean come to the world ultimately but you know just let's get the foot off the neck of black people for a little bit so like i think the thing with me is is just it gets frustrating too, especially knowing no matter how eloquent you are, there's people that are dead set on like uh trying to shame you. So, mm-hmm. like for me, I think after this Chauvin case, I just was kind of like, well, I'm gonna get ridic- ridiculed or criticized anyway, so I might as well just be straightforward with how I'm feeling at the time. But at the same time, you know, I'm probably like got to be careful because you know, people kept a lot of people are like, yo, you're a leader, you're a leader, you're a leader. And it's like, sometimes I wish I wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. was so just trying human. to be smart about it. You know what I mean? Just trying yeah. to be, trying to, trying to be smart and trying to, try to, you know, represent God the best I can. you know The authenticity
1: mm-hmm. though is important, man. I mean, you can't like yeah. fake it because, you know, somebody's put a label on you, you know, like last week, yeah, the news was really tough last week before the trial news this week. And it was like, I, I reached out to you one night and you said something that then eight or nine of my other friends said the same thing after you did. You And I asked how you were doing after that horrible video was going around and uh, late in the week and of the kid in Chicago yeah. and, and you just said, man, I'm just numb you yeah. know? and I'm not kidding Derek, eight or nine other guys at night said the same exact word. Numb. And I'm like, cause I was like tore up. Like I was yeah. literally like, it was like it was I was horrible. I didn't mean to watch it and I did. And and it was like it was it broke me. And you were like, I'm just numb. And then then four days later, the Chauvin trial, you know, and it's like you see all these people like celebrating and all these people saying finally justice and all this stuff, and it's like I got the sense from you that almost like the numbness is like, y'all, that's not justice. That was just accountability, but that's not actual mm-hmm. justice. Cause the man's still dead. And, and yeah. like, it, you know, it's almost like, I almost got a sense of like the numbness was continuing a little bit. Was yeah. that,
0: how are you feeling? How are well, you? I, I think that, I think that, you know, if I could speak for a couple people, I think that is this, like my mom used to tell me like, so people would be like, um, they say, yo, all right, if you bring in straight A's, we're going to give you $5. If you bring in a B, you'll get $3. Bring in a C, you'll get a dollar. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they would do Wait, that. You got or, paid
1: for a C? I, I take money away for a C. Well, it's like, you see how people, yeah, like that scale. And
0: my mom told me, she said, I'm not going to pay you for doing what you're supposed to do. Oh,
1: okay. Exactly.
0: <laughs> like She's like, I'm not like, I'm not going to, why would I do that? Like, you're yeah. supposed to do well in school. Right. And it's like, the Chauvin case Think about this now. Mm -hmm. It's taken a nine minute video Mm -hmm. of a man getting suffocated and screaming out for his mama. And it was a public execution and riots for a month straight. Globally. And then basketball players and celebrities going on strike. It's taking all of that to get like one conviction. You know what I'm saying? Like I was supposed to be like, oh yeah, we you know I was supposed to be like, oh snap, like, yay, we did it. This is justice. Whoa. It's like this ain't this ain't justice. This is Tuesday. Like it's like we this is what we're You're supposed to do that. Bad guys are supposed to go to jail. Mm -hmm. People that murder people are supposed to go to jail. Like, why Mm -hmm. are we celebrating? Like, this, the system that we celebrating that the system that I paid taxes into finally worked in my favor? Like, no, I'm not. like, Like, so it's just, I'm numb. And the thing is, I just know, yeah, okay, well, that guy went to jail. What about Ahmaud Abrees killer? Mm-hmm. Right. What about Brianna's Breonna Taylor killer? Mm-hmm. Trayvon's killer didn't go right. to jail. Mm-hmm. Mike Brown killer didn't go to jail. Right. You, uh what? I forgot. A young
3: girl was killed just yesterday.
0: An hour later, yeah. Yo, yeah. During the Who was it? There was a guy that got killed. This is a white guy actually, who got killed in a hotel uh hallway with his hands up. Come to find out that the police so they they said he was not guilty. Police let him come on the force and then retire so he can get his pension. Mm. So not only did he kill somebody in cold blood with their hands up, now they they bent the rules to let this man get a pension for the rest of his life. $30,000 for the rest of his life. You know what I'm saying? So like I was supposed yeah. to, I just, I don't, I don't, like there's no, I guess the thing is because I know for every Derek Chauvin, there's thousands of people that are like him, that have never been found out, and then the, there's the ones that have been found out that they never see justice. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean that's yeah is is exhausting. I was you know trying
1: I mean? to encourage Derek after, like the attacks. I was like, <laughs> "Hey, well, you know, on the bright side, at least it didn't go the other way, right?" I mean, I mean, we can celebrate that at the minimum because America would have burned to the ground if it gone the other way. And he's just like, man, this is one out of millions. This is 400 years. This isn't worth celebrating, you know? And I'm like, it's such an important context to remember that it's like, I'm sitting here from my vantage point of privilege, optimistic that maybe now racist cops will think I can't get away with whatever I want. There's no consequences. Maybe now there's precedents being set that little by little, the tide's going to turn and Derek's going, dude, this is not even a drop in the ocean. Like this isn't, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm like, man, it was a humbling conversation to remember the context that I am acutely unaware of.
2: You know, reading uh, things that Derek has posted and seeing interactions and seeing things that, you know, writers and people I respect like Jamie and, you know, Beth Moore and, and people who share a different perspective from me, I had... And any enterprising person listening right now that has the resources to make this happen, the idea I'm putting out in the wild, and I'm not shark tanking this, but it's for a social media platform that's called Listen. And you can take out the vowels if you want, right? But like we have everyone's rethought social media from all these different perspectives about, well, what if we make it a character limit? Or what if we do videos that are only 15 seconds or you shoot them vertically or whatever? But this one would be a platform where there's no commenting and no likes. And all you do, Mm. the only way you can actively engage with someone else's thought is retweeting them. But the idea is it's a platform for listening to voices and to not wanting to, to engaging in dialogue and not necessarily, you know, conversations that are, you know, can become contentious because I feel like one of the issues that we've had with kind of social media is that people, have, have old, they only want to listen if they, I don't want to pray with two barter brush, but I feel like it incentivizes listening and responding where mm-hmm. a lot of times it's time to sit back and listen where, mm-hmm. you know, I, th- I feel like I was honestly thinking about, man, I wish there was a platform where I could just read somebody's thoughts that I respect and not, See that, you know, mullet of, uh, you know, <laughs> that, that waterfall of <laughs> comments that is like this mixed bag that derail the whole thing. Yeah, like, I, I feel like, I, yeah. I feel like, you know, technology has shifted the way we communicate where people mm-hmm. feel an obligation to respond. Where sometimes it's like, look, man, the res- if your obligation to respond can be done in a second and then you move on. So it's like, oh, Derek had good thoughts, like, now I can move on to the next thing. But if that distracts from long-term work, it's like, oh, I did my work. I like what Derek said. No, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like I want to read it. I want to absorb it. And I want to act in a way that's going to be meaningful. And I feel like being Put able to listen work. to voices. Yeah. And, and 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 the only way we can do that, step one has to be listen.
0: Yeah, I think for me, like I used to really care about shifting a person's worldview in the sense of like, I I was optimistic and maybe I'm just jaded, but I used to be much more optimistic. Like, yeah, I'm a I was telling a friend, like I was like, when I first started, I was like, I'm gonna change the world with this music. Mm-hmm. I'ma change perspectives, I'm gonna change this and that. But now I kinda lean more towards I just wanna be a voice for people that are unheard. Because I can't yeah. change a yeah. perspective. Good. Like yeah. I I was doing it wrong. Like I was trying to, I spent I wrote this in in one of my tweets. I said, I've done songs. I've done conferences. I've answered DMs. I've I've had the conversations. Mm
4: -hmm. You know what
0: I'm saying? And have literally engaged people through even at the risk of my own trauma. But it's like where I'm at kind of right now is, I mean, if what can I say to you that will make you think that black people deserve humanity yeah there's nothing i can say
3: like if you're already
0: there i can't say anything to you to you know what i'm saying to 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 bring you to the other side i don't have an argument for that like (laughs) i don't have one you know what my friend
3: my friend (laughs) tasha morrison this is be encouraging to you derek as well my friend tasha has been saying recently she's been saying go with the people who will go like if yeah. people aren't willing to go, I don't need to think yeah. about you. I don't need to deal with it. Cause I'm going to go with the people who are willing to learn. And that yeah. just means people saying, you know, people who are not black going, okay, I'm listening and I'm learning. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, we're going to go together. Um, nice and the role. people that just come at you with, you know, well, w- what about the record or what about this? All the things you're like, I don't have time for it. It's just like, it's not worth your time because right. they're not willing to go. So do like Tasha said, go with the people that will go and anybody That's else. It. Peace out.
0: That's all we go. can do. You know, and I, that's think all that's we a, can do. I think that's just in life in general. Like mm-hmm. what I found it to, to, if I was gonna put a bow on this is what I found is, and maybe, you know, I'm not saying I'm some sort of profound person, but what I have found is that we're all doing our best. Yeah. That's all I can do. You know what I mean? And that's all you can do. And especially at times like this, yo, we got pandemics. We got you know crazy politics we got race stuff like guys just do your best i'm telling y'all right now what i'm giving y'all is my best that's all i got and you gotta right now just survive the best way that you can and and find joy and light in whatever way that you can like that's all i got for (laughs)
1: y'all
0: that's all i got
1: well i don't know how we pivot from that to some of the stuff that's coming up on the show today, but I want to tell you all what's coming up. Uh, it's a great show. I'm excited about this one. Coming up later, we talked to author John Eldridge. He's joining us. Uh, he wrote like Wild at Heart, uh, Waking the Dead, Sacred Romance. Um, when counseling really impacted me 10 years ago, Wild at Heart was one of the books that my counselor recommended to me that, that like mm. really woke me up. It was awesome. Uh, He joins us for our quarter-life conversation coming up later. And at the end of the show, you will not want to miss this. You know how we've been playing dumb games lately? Well, we talked one of our famous friends into coming on with us and playing a dumb game. We've got the Relevant Culture Quiz TV edition, and we are joined by none other than Marty from Social Club Misfits. He'll be with us at the end of the show. Don't miss it. Uh, Stay tuned. Up next, right now, it's Relevant News. You're listening to Lucy Daydream. The song is Fast Forward. Don't fast forward this podcast. Well, today's show is brought to you by BetterHelp. In 2021, it's definitely okay to talk about our mental health and happiness. Humans aren't meant to keep everything inside. It makes us sick and therapy can help. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in a relationship or at work not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, don't be ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. See if it's for you because you are your greatest asset. And right now, Relevant Podcast listeners can get a special deal. If you go to betterhelp.com slash relevant, you'll get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash relevant to get 10% off. Okay, it's time for... Relevant well, please welcome to the show Relevant Senior Editor, Tyler Huckabee, who's, uh, who covers the intersection of faith and culture for us every day, Uh What's going on, Tyler? <laughs> <laughs>
5: well, what's going on this week, we're just going to do a, a quick kind of kind of a rundown where, where people are starting to come out of quarantine, which means that uh, people are starting to get back into pop, some of our pop culture favorites. We're starting to think about actually getting back to work after a year off. So I just wanted to bring a few we things. We do want to say some
1: context. I mean, obviously, we cover faith, life, culture, justice over at the site all day, every day. And we are extensively covering the important news of the time. I I, anticipating that we would uh, be having those conversations organically on the show today, which, you know, you guys just heard. uh, I asked Tyler to bring something uh, of uh, another news topic that to augment the show. So just FYI, that's some context. I don't want people to think that like, we're you know, relevant news. And like the most important thing happening is what you're about to tell us.
5: Right, don't 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 roast me for this. This is just we're just trying to cover yeah. a, a it's a it's a big beat right. out there, and I'm trying to cover <laughs> all. Yeah. We're, we keep it so we're this is what we're this is what we're on today. And there is some actually cool stuff coming out. The first thing I want to talk about, and people when when we posted this uh, on RelevantMagazine.com, the the trailer for this show, people were extremely excited about this because we're recording this on Wednesday. On Tuesday, Apple announced that the second season of Ted Lasso will be coming this summer, July twenty. 20- well, are there any Ted Lasso fans oh, here please. on the podcast I love Ted Lasso.
0: I love Ted Lasso love It's Ted Lasso. an amazing show <laughs> Shut
1: up Derek
5: You Jamie knows
0: he, Here's the great thing About Jamie and Ted Lasso He's like Michael Scott funny Is what I You know what I'm saying <laughs> and, and, and,
2: and the thing is Like Jamie is not only An expert at the show Any yeah. adjacent Or even mildly adjacent <laughs> Knowledge Jayce, uh-huh. Jamie has an encyclo- cool. Encyclopedic <laughs> knowledge of oh. Yeah I'm going to bring That's it exciting. I know it Just a
5: wealth of knowledge About it.
2: <laughs> and, In European football um, yeah. Yeah. yeah So
5: if you If you haven't seen Ted Lasso it's it's a very it's i think when people think about this show they think about it being a very wholesome show like it's a very not necessarily in terms of the actual like rating, like parental review rating, but just in terms of the energy that Jason Sudeikis gives off as Ted Lasso. He's a U.S. football coach who sort of gets almost accidentally drafted into being a soccer coach, a U.K. football coach overseas, and he never really totally gets a handle on how the game is played, but he has a very big appreciation for his players, for the people that he works for, and it's sort of about how his uh, his like kindness ends up changing what is a very toxic environment into a much healthier more optimistic one he's sort of like an anti-anti-hero like the like the bizarro Walter White you know what I mean I feel like it feels it feels like a real reaction to those kinds of shows so if that sounds like it'd be up your alley then that will be coming on July 23 and here's here's a clip
1: of uh, season two
6: howdy y'all
2: Dead. what do you say to a cocktail coach lasso
6: oh the same thing I'd say to Diane Sawyer if she ever asked me out on a date yes please (laughs) Live from the Dol Track, it's
7: Richmond with eight straight ties. How many more matches before you hit the panic button? There's two buttons I never
6: like hitting, that's panic and
0: snooze. I don't care what our record is. It's all about believing that everything's going to work out in the end. Exactly as it's supposed to. And isn't the idea of never give up one of them things we always talk about in sports? And shouldn't that apply to people too? It's a beautiful metaphor for many of life's journeys.
5: I uh, also want to talk about movies. There was a big movie announcement that, uh, that, that's square in me and Derek Slane, I think, that, uh, that Uh-oh. I was super excited to see. Uh, we have the first teaser trailer for shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This is the first, like, brand new Marvel superhero we've had in a while. This isn't a sequel. This will be Didn't a, a, a new. they all get killed? We can't get into spoilers on this, but unfortunately, that is beyond dead? the I bounds of this podcast. I just heard that, that
1: everybody died. And so they all have to be new now,
5: right? <laughs> nah, I
1: it mean, came back. He's talking about the snap, man. It's he doesn't know, know what he's talking about. This is. Hey, I don't just, know.
5: I'm asking. Just, I exactly. thought they were all dead, and so now, <sighs> not everybody, not every, but not everybody is dead. No, uh-huh. there, there will be others are returning, but this is a new guy. Got
3: it. So you know, I'm watching the Marvel in order with my kids.
5: Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. The Marvel. Does this
3: come after Captain America: mm-hmm. Winter Soldier? <laughs> this comes
2: way after. This is this is going to be a brand new
5: release. But that's
3: it's... the last movie that was released. Yes. Hey,
2: Clark, do you see the vein twitching in Tyler's head right now? Like, do you see
3: him trying?
4: <laughs> it's like when it's like when Jim started intentionally conflating
2: Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter, and just to see Dwight like about to have a nervous breakdown. Like, exactly. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, like, Jim's like. So anyway, then Harry took the ring to mortar. No, that is what Tyler is doing right now. And, he, yeah. He's a, Tyler is so on the brink of. Why everyone just shut up for a second? Like, he is so close to just having a meltdown, like we've never seen.
5: I'm professional. I'm cool. I'm. A, this is a, this is It comes job. after
3: Spider Man, right? Is that the last one at, that it, was out?
5: It comes after. Yeah, it comes okay. after every. It comes after like WandaVision and all
1: that. I'm you trying know, to this think is of like, the
3: last one that was out. Tell me Marvel. the
1: why this is notable. I mean, like, is it just you care because it's a comic book movie, or what's notable about yes. this? Well, yes, but that that is true. <laughs> but there is more. Re-
5: but there is more than just that going on. Uh, this has been this has been very long awaited because uh, this will actually be the first Marvel movie that is headlined by an Asian uh, actor, by an Asian yeah. hero. Uh, you have uh, Simu Liu, who I think people who've been watching Kim's Convenience will know him from that. He's a star oh, on that. And he's yeah, been. Yeah. He's an extremely like he's a very charming social media presence if you're not following him on Twitter and Instagram then you'll want to get on that he just he feels like a oh. real digital native and he really knows his way around uh, around talking online to fans he's been looking for this for a long time you can find even an old tweet of his that said Marvel when are you going to do Shang-Chi sign me up before they would even announced that this oh, movie wow. was in the works he just that. willed that into he just he just the secreted that into existence and now he's so we've got the That's first crazy teaser for that uh, and here's a clip of that teaser.
0: You walked in my shadow. I trained you. See, so the most dangerous people in the world I couldn't kill you. Son, it's time for you to take your place by my side.
6: That's not going to happen.
1: Pretty cool. Is there any sort of like moral redemption? Backstory to this character, I know nothing. I mean, is there like? Yes, he's actually
5: like even for like a Marvel nerd like me, he's a pretty like C or D tier character. He's been around yeah, for a long time low, since the seventies, yeah. but he's he's not he's not super well known. Which I have to think the people at Marvel are kind of grateful for because they're not going to have thousands of fans being like, "Well, why didn't you do in issue three hundred and twenty three of the comics?" Yeah. He doesn't. Uh, there's, mm. you have a lot more of an empty slate to play with. With well, him, that's, but- their that's their
0: secret. That's the secret sauce. That's the trick to doing what they do is getting like think about it thor people didn't really like thor was like all right maybe like b-list he wasn't like the man captain america they were kind of like dated like Mm. cap was dated like they were kind of like it was all about x-men spider-man spider-man like it was all about that during the time when these characters came out so I mean, there's no reason to think this won't be any different. Like, oh I mean, yeah, you're, you're blending martial arts and freaking superhero stuff. It's crazy.
2: If the if the MCU can make, like, when I first heard about like Ant Man back, and I was like, ha, 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 good one. Like <laughs> yeah. Oh, I yeah. Get it. They're doing well. <laughs> exactly. They're making Ant Man. I got it. I That's a good man. one. You got me. For real. Yeah. What's their next movie? Oh, they're doing five Ant Mans. <laughs> it's like, look, why haven't they done a sweet like sort of martial arts kind of? Uh, you know film yeah. inspired by this you know i mean there's a generation of filmmakers that kung fu movies were a major major influence including you know guys who kind of reappropriated it i, I mean i'm not a filmmaker yeah, i mean but, like quentin tarantino yeah. Well, well, yeah, i mean yeah. he went through a long stretch in his career Kill Bill. And, yeah yeah, yeah. And this is a guy who has said publicly i'm going to make 10 movies in my entire directorial career and three mm. of them were dedicated to to be homages to this entire genre i think it's i think it's awesome that the mcu's uh kind of doing their take on it
3: what's his superhero power
2: he doesn't really have a power but he is a he's a martial arts master like they say. he's
3: a a
0: master of kung fu he's
1: he's a master Uh of chi
0: like his his spirit
1: when are we gonna get like uh, they're gonna run out you're talking about they're on a d list character from like the 70s like they're all gonna run out And they can't just keep remaking Spider-Man's. So when are we gonna like resurrect like the the Hanna Barbera era characters where like they did like they did like their own version of TV superheroes and stuff, like Space (laughs) Ghost and I think the Space Ghost movie.
5: I think people would show up for the Space Ghost movie. Captain yeah. Planet.
0: Captain Caveman? I, I don't I don't think they're gonna run out though. Yeah. I don't I don't <laughs> it think they're gonna run It's a it, deep yeah. deep, deep bench. I mean, even just even when you think about like Spider-Man's villains, like and just the just the break off of Spider-Man's ecosystem and the little side stories that are there, they'll never run out. We'll be dead before they run out of run out you they'll know? be
5: making these movies long into long after we're all gone and not watching them anymore um, and I did want to highlight just a few music releases that are coming out too. lots of music finally starting to kind of gear up again as people are like they can, you know, they can tour these right. albums now so I think people are feeling a little better about actually releasing them right um, there's tons of stuff we do try to keep on top of it obviously with relevant recommends over at the site you can go check it out there two that were announced this week that I'm pretty excited about first up always excited to hear about new music from St. Ben uh, she's just a very weird, experimental like rock and roll persona. She really seems to love the showmanship of it. She's kind of like a David Bowie in that regard. She she really loves performing. And she's also just a genius musician. So she has announced a new album. It is called Daddy's Home. That'll be coming out in just a few weeks, actually. May 15 uh, is when that is when that one's going to come out. And we do have a first clip of a new single. Here's a little bit of it.
4: It's just the melting of the sun. It's yeah.
1: Remember early Saint Vincent? Oh yeah, like was the Sufjan like days. Sufjan. Yeah. Back when she was on Asthmatic Kitty, that's crazy. And now she's like uh she's like a she's like an A-lister. She's like a celebrity now. I was watching Masterclass last night. I was just scrolling through. I have a Masterclass subscription. She has a Masterclass on art and creativity and music. I mean, it's like that's what? Dope. Yeah, she's at another level now. Very cool. What else is coming out? Uh, another
5: else? one that was just announced that I'm very excited about. Really always like hearing from these guys, which is quite a bit. Actually, they're very prolific. Uh, and I think most people who listen to this podcast would be very interested in hearing from the Mountain Goats. Uh, the Mountain Goats folk rock band who've been around for a while. I just don't know any bands who are on their level who are also as intentional about bringing in a lot of really biblical based lyrics. They, they, you wouldn't call them a Christian band. They're not signed to a Christian label or anything like that, but they do have some of the right. most explicitly Christian ideas and really explicitly Christian music that uh, that I've heard. And I, I cover this, that's my whole beat. I cover this thing for a living. Always excited to hear about what here, the issues they are going to tackle
1: and the way they're going to do it. Here's a clip of their new single from Mountain Goats. <laughs> <laughs> weirdly,
2: weirdly, it's called Daddy's Hell. Here it is. <laughs> it's, <laughs>
5: it's called Dark in Here, and that will be coming out in June.
1: Yeah, we uh, there's a lot of music finally coming out. And I'll tell you a little behind the scenes. I had to call Mr. Derek Minor the other day. Cause oh, I saw yeah. him releasing some stuff and prop was releasing some stuff with his label. And I'm like, why am I finding out about this on Instagram? Thank <laughs> you very much. We, we do cover these things, Mr. Derek minor, Derek, do you have any projects yeah, you want to rele- plug?
0: Yeah. Relevant. First off, relevant, uh, ecosystem family. I'm sorry that I haven't <laughs> been, I haven't, I haven't <laughs> been keeping you all up to date. I think part of it is this is new. I've never had, This consistent access to a platform that I haven't built myself. Right. right. So just trying to feel like I haven't like overstepped my bounds. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to take advantage of y'all. Like, hey, and Derek's doing this and that and this and that. So like, I kind of I think I probably dropped the ball a little bit because I know you guys care. So you know, we do
1: care. We covered your stuff for years.
2: I pitched a hypothetical social media platform that I thought about in bed last night. You can pitch actual stuff
0: you're working on. <laughs> That's true, you did. You actually did yeah. do that. Uh, but no, we got... Uh, Prop just dropped his album. It's amazing. Which do- um, he's, he's doing four editions, four, right? Yeah, so he's doing... F- yeah, he's doing four projects so i'm actually about to start mixing the next project here in the next week or so but uh it's amazing too like i i, I feel good being able to be like the producer mix engineer guy because i get opportunities to do like listen to all the music before it comes out mm-hmm. so i'm telling y'all now all so far where he's sent me like three uh, most of the I've, I got the second project, and then I got a lot of the third project, and it's brilliant. Like everything is brilliant. He's such a such a great artist. And then I'm dropping a single, um, next Friday. So you know, I, I'll make it, sure I get you that. Are you dropping to, a uh,
1: video with it? Is it? Why yeah, you to video, Atlanta? all
0: that. Yeah, yeah. So I get, I get, all, I get that to everybody is that what You had and,
3: the gr- the grill for. No
0: nah, that, video, that, that video. That's his life. <laughs> I'll put, yeah, I'll put it this oh, way. I thought uh, it was a music video. Yeah, so we may... I don't know if that video is gonna ever come out. This. Uh, oh, you guys are gonna, about to get some tea. So, oh wow! wow. Why, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Why, I, don't I, know. Why, I, totally I don't know. So, news don't, this week. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know <laughs> if this video is gonna come out because our videographer, um, <gasps> he's in between. He's in between houses, and he was moving, and oh, no. No. somebody broke in his no. car, no. stole the no. hard drive, no. oh, stole all God. his cameras. Are stole you serious? stole uh, his baby seat <laughs> stole literally oh everything gosh. that was in his vehicle so and your video that, was kidding? on that hard drive yeah in my video uh, people's weddings does he have
3: oh does he have
4: like gosh. a
0: cash app or a venmo or something if we wanted to to help really fix me, uh, some of that uh, yeah we definitely yeah. we definitely can uh, i'll get that i'll get that for y'all I'm, let me see i'll get that for but, sure but that video is somebody gone. stole that That's and just oh
3: my gosh and just uh, threw it away well, they didn't throw it yeah. away, but
0: that's someone special. Oh. Yeah, when when they called me, I was like, you know, I was like, you know, I was pumped. I'm like, yeah, man, what's up? What are what, what we doing? Oof. He's like, man, the unthinkable happened. And mm-hmm. the thing with Ye, Ye is the type of guy, He um, he's one of those people that is very meticulous about what mm-hmm. he does. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So he didn't get to back it up. Because he was in between houses. (laughs) He's you know, blowing up. So it's like it's not even just like, oh, you should have backed it up. It's like, well, yeah, life is happening right now and and no one expects somebody to do that. You know. So it's just crazy. But but uh no, it's cool. Like I I just kind of look at it like this, man. It's in the most high's hands. So he just wants me to put an even better video out and and like it. The blessings gonna have to go up from here. That's what it is. There you go actually do for, for real can you
1: like let's post the dude's uh, GoFundMe or Cash App or something
0: yeah. on social oh, so yeah so we have Um, I'll send a, we have a GoFundMe you know you would be blessing a really a really good guy cause he's a he's a real real honest dude and He's been a blessing to me, so I, I, I feel it's, so it's great. For him. Thank you all for that. Thank yeah. you all for Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we'll rally around him, man. All right, that'll do it for relevant news. Stay tuned up next.
1: It's <laughs> slices. <laughs> To Johnny, J A W N Y. Song is best thing. Well, today's episode is brought to you by podcast creation platform Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor yet, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's free. There are custom tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and every major platform. The cool thing is you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Okay, it's time for... Slices!
2: What do you have, Jesse? All right, so a lot of us are likely familiar with the actor Jim Caviezel. Caviezel is best known, even though he's been on a handful of TV shows... He's best known for playing Jesus Christ in Mel Gibson's epic, The Passion of the Christ. Well, he has since announced his role in an upcoming film that looks at a, you know, kind of quote unquote true story of a former State Department employee who has dedicated his life to rescuing children from child trafficking. The film is called Sound of Freedom. Now, the trailer, uh, a new trailer for the movie was released this past week, and to promote the upcoming film, Jim Caviezel appeared at something called Clay Clark's Health and Freedom Conference, which was in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Now, uh, under the guise of being about health and freedom, which... If you're doing a conference, it's a pretty broad agenda. Let's talk about health and freedom very here, true. like not very specific. it's Not like the church leadership conference, or you right. know, the it's extremely broad here. Health and freedom. Uh, let's let's cover it all since we we're getting there. and who else better to address these issues of health and freedom than Passion of the Christ after Jim Caviezel Because when I think about health. And when i think about freedom <laughs> i'm thinking where's jim caviezel i need to talk to that guy so anyway he he comes on to talk about his new movie sound of freedom and when he's talking he was asked by this gentleman clay clark um who i'm gonna just send a warning out to people uh seems to believe some pretty french things um so he has jim caviezel on and uh caviezel's talking about why he wanted to take a role in this film And during his kind of emotional, impassioned explanation of why Sound of Freedom is such an important movie, he mentioned the idea, uh, he he mentioned, you know, the realities of human trafficking, particularly trafficking that targets young children, uh, which is a horrific issue that is very prevalent around the world. Um, But he also talked about the idea that these evil people were, quote, adrenochroming these children. Um and so adrenochroming, (laughs) which he went on to explain uh in in when he was followed up by a very excited Clay Clark who seemed to really want to unpack this. Uh Adrenochroming is at the core of the QAnon conspiracy theory, which uh at that that conspiracy uh purports to uh try to blow the lid off a you know this really kind of mind-boggling narrative. That uh, uh, political and Hollywood elites are running, secretly running child trafficking rings. But at the core of these child trafficking rings is the practice of adrenochroming, which is uh, it. It is, according to the conspiracy theorists, I mean not to be too graphic here, but it involves you know harvesting the adrenaline glands from children for consumption. Believing that it gives them sort of these extra powers and and vitality. Um, now, Jim Caviezel like eating
3: said that consumption,
0: it, yeah, or it, ceremonially, oh
3: yeah, yeah, like oh. some sort of like
0: like like vampire like ritual. Like that's yeah. why I don't know if you ever heard people call people vampires. Like oh, they look like a vampire or yeah. lizard. It's literally they think that they're drinking baby's blood to be young so that is at the core of the QAnon conspiracy
2: theory movement it's a very dangerous and obviously it's something that is completely insane as well in addition to being just awful it is there is no evidence that this is actually happening and no evidence that actual child traffickers even have any awareness of this conspiracy theory um, but Jim Caviezel, while promoting a a film about actual human trafficking, said this was one of his primary motivations for taking on the role, even though this conspiracy theory uh, is at the root of some of the most dangerous conspiracy theories that have kind of made their way into the forefront of um, not just pop culture, but really political discourse in the last few years. Um, so I wanted to take a minute while we're uh, addressing this kind of weird story to provide, hopefully, some sort of context for where this idea even originates and why even mentioning it with actual human trafficking is incredibly, incredibly destructive and unproductive. And what Jim Caviezel did, I'm sorry, is I'm not a cancel culture type of person. But this man should not be given a platform if he's gonna if he's gonna you know purport these types mm. of conspiracies because what they ultimately do is they distract
1: from work. You tried to of, cancel Stakeums last week for speaking out of turn too. You're on a cancel listen, culture kind of bent right now.
3: Stakeums, <laughs> Jim Carbizel,
1: they're on. I, I know a lot of people are gonna be upset, but this that is both true, us.
3: Jesse, because this actually hurts the work of people who are actually on the ground That's working right. hard That's against right. trafficking. No, it just totally it, takes away from what they're doing. Exactly, especially so
2: I looked at some facts from UNICEF and the UN that actually looked at the reality of human trafficking. One in three people who are solicited for sex, uh, uh, it happens within 48 hours of running away from home. The majority of people who are trafficked for sex are trafficked by someone they know in their life um there are root causes of child trafficking that a lot of organizations are are doing but there are also things like homelessness like poverty like lack of resources in education there are major contributing factors and for someone with a high profile like jim caviezel to perpetuate this false narrative is incredibly destructive so but my whole point is this when you hear something super sensational from a celebrity There's probably a good reason a red flag's going up because it probably is sensational in this case is a work of fiction being purported to be a work of reality. It's dangerous. And I feel like as Christians who are called not to bear false witness, that only not that only applies not to our fellow Christians, but also just facts. And so Hmm. uh, if anyone's seen this video, do some research before you perpetuate anything, even if it comes from someone who's seemingly credible like Jim Caviezel.
1: There you go.
3: All right. What do you have, Jamie? good stuff and listen to people who are on the ground working yes okay so mine's way different and uh just like fun and exciting uh guys who is like loves the olympics any of y'all
1: uh you know it's on it's fun (sighs) I ain't watched the Olympics in a long time. This is such (laughs) a letdown, guys. It's been five
0: years. None of us have. (laughs) I'm saying I'd never really watch it. You know what I
3: mean? Okay, so I love the Olympics. Um, I used to run track in high school and I I love summer Olympics. They're so much fun. And I actually have a new friend in Austin. This is like the coolest thing. Who's a gold medalist, like Olympic track runner. So like, it just feels fun to know someone. Yeah, I know, right? So they just announced, um, Canada just announced you know how they make the opening and closing ceremonies? And U.S., yeah. we always get Ralph Lauren to make them. And they always look like this year. I just saw them. It looks like people are going sailing or something like I, I yeah. wouldn't actually wear this jacket again. But Canada just announced that their uniform for the closing ceremony is the base of it is a jean jacket. OK, So it's a jean jacket. Canadian
1: tuxedo. They're doing a Canadian tuxedo?
3: But listen, it's not just any jean jacket. It's got got spray paint stuff on it. I actually really like it better than the U.S. one, but people are making fun of them. But I texted my girlfriend who ran, and I was like, hey, do you still have all your outfits? And she's like, yeah, they're just hanging in the closet, and she's never worn them again. Here's the deal. These Canadians, if you wear this jacket, you're going to wear this jacket again. So I say... People are making fun of them. I say kudos to them because they're going to wear that jacket again, and the Americans are never going to wear their sailing gear that Ralph Lauren is making them ever again. <laughs> so that's the news for the Olympics. But I want I to take it. this chance to tell you guys, because when the Olympics come on in the summer, every single time they come on, which... I don't know. It's not that, you know, every four years I go and I get this frame. I have a prop today, guys. I ran in the junior Olympics when I was in eighth wow. and ninth grade. Aww. And my can put it Put it, put okay, it further. It in the, you
4: ready? Yeah.
0: Wow. yeah. Oh,
3: yo, that's what's up, uh, little baby.
0: Jamie. Okay, so little I still have Jamie. this
3: frame that my mom made me. Everyone in my family makes fun of me because they're like, mom, you're still celebrating something you did in the eighth grade, uh, but I don't care. <laughs>
1: I don't care. see you do it in the
3: eighth grade. Yeah, that's exactly right. You don't have a medal from junior Olympics. And so I love the Olympics and I'm actually excited about Canada's jean jacket look that they're going to be wearing.
1: You unknowingly opened a a long, long standing wound uh, that Uh Canadian listeners have with this relevant podcast because over the years we've been doing this since 2005. I mean, 16 years now in the first 10 years, we had a friendly feud with Can- Canadian listeners and we we're making fun of Canada relentlessly. And then one of our Canadian <laughs> listeners, Spencer Fruling made this art, which uh, I will show you now, Canada or I'm sorry, America, Canada's <laughs> jorts. Uh, and look where he highlighted relevant oh media group in Orlando, Florida. He had to pixelate blur it, it out. Yeah. Blur it out. This, well, this, yeah, I put it online and this was the front page of Reddit.
3: Yes. That is hilarious. <laughs> well, let it be known right now, Cameron, I'm cheering for this Canadian jean jacket that they're going to be sporting at the closing ceremony. So there's that. Hey,
0: whoever drew that is the goat. Spencer Frouling. Spencer Fruling, <laughs> you are yep. the goat. I just needed <laughs> you <laughs> to know that.
1: A long time. And listen, people who didn't see it were like, what are y'all talking about? I'll post it over on the episode page at, at, at Relevant Magazine. You gotta, y'all got to see, see it, please. It's it really funny. Hey, yeah.
2: hey, real quick. I know we got a lot to get to, but I just wanted to make one comment about opening ceremony uniforms, whether it's Ralph Lauren or jean jackets. I get strong TJ Maxx vibes from a lot of countries opening ceremonies. (laughs) Like if I were to walk in TJ Maxx and they have those weird athletic clothes on that hanger that's like a circle and I saw one of those like all white little sailing jumpsuits like yacht Uh rock outfits I'd be like with American flags all over it. I'd be like that's exactly what when I go to TJ Maxx I expect knockoff perfumes weird expensive candies and athletic gear that looks like that right up the front. And that's all I'm saying. I'm not throwing shade. I'm just saying I get TJ Maxx vibes.
0: All right. What do you have Derek? Yo so uh the rankings for the uh what's the best state mm. in uh America what's out?
1: criteria what's criteria
0: here best best meaning what uh so it's about politics pop culture let's see let's see you Gov, So here it is. I'll read the article. It says UGov has found a way to do it. They gave hundreds of respondents two randomly selected states and told them to pick which one was better. No okay. reason. No logic. Got it. Just pure gut feeling about which state you prefer. So they pretty much was like here. They went through randomly pick people. You got two choices. Pick this or that. And then here's but here's the results. So result number one is uh, Wait, this number 10. Is this number 10 or is this the you want to do top 10? Yeah, count So the up. top ten state, we'll start
2: and with number bottom, ten. How about how about top ten, bottom five? Because I feel like
1: bottom five is interesting too.
0: <laughs> I bet. <laughs> yeah, All that's right, true. I got you. Not even bottom
1: looking bottom. at it. Top not five not even five. looking th- at it. Yeah I,
0: I, yeah. I think the bottom five are a lot more predictable than the, the top ten. All right, let's go bottom yeah. five first. What are the All last right. five? So what well, now I shouldn't have said that. That was me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but you're gonna say the states, and people will be like, "He's uh, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> hey, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just messing up all bad this week, man. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, so number fifty is Alabama. Oh, number, number fifty. Oh, wow, yeah. that's the worst. Yeah. Oh man. Number forty-nine is Mississippi. I would say worse than Mississippi. Okay. There you go. Number forty-eight is Jersey. Oh, okay. Number forty-seven okay. is Arkansas, and number forty-six is Iowa. Interesting. That kind Iowa? of tripped me out. Iowa yeah, was I mean,
1: beautiful on the west side. Yeah, that kind yeah. of tripped.
0: That, that one was kind of like, oh, y'all must not I, have seen I, think, I think like people, that. I
2: think people just associate Iowa with
1: like flyover, Over. kind of like, oh, what's up yeah. there? You know? Field yeah. of Dreams is in Iowa. I
0: drove to yeah. it. I went to the house. All right. So here's here. We'll start at 10. We'll start at 10. Okay, 10. All right. Num- number 10 is Texas. That's right. You okay. already Top knew ten. Yeah. Top 10. Number Number nine is Georgia. Okay. Number eight is New York. Number eight. Here's what huh. flipped me out. Number seven was Arizona. Huh. Arizona's so that's really not, pretty. That's not typical. Yeah, it's Arizona beautiful. Arizona is pretty. Arizona yeah. is beautiful. It's I just thought people. But it's would 128 sleep. degrees at midnight. I well, mean, like, I mean, no, you could go. You could go to Flag. You go to Flagstaff, and it's not like true. that. Or go up into the mountains up and all Sonoma, that.
3: North Sonoma. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's Arizona, not a Arizona's, Arizona's kind of
0: having a moment. It's kind of having a moment. No. It is. So Arizona, yeah. uh, number Turqu- six. Turquoise jewelry and a lot of, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. N- number six is Florida. Number six is Florida, okay. That's number six. Number five is North Carolina. Yeah, I get that. A lot of people it's are moving pretty. there. Yep. Number four is Nevada. Nah, That's the one I don't, that. That. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get. Yeah. Number three is Virginia. Whoa! Ah, there we, Virginia. we go. There we go. Number two is Colorado. Okay, I get that. And number one is Hawaii, of course. Okay.
2: yeah, Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Hawaii is a little unfair. You yeah, know? it's, right. not, it's, like it's yeah. not even fair. <laughs> you don't even get <laughs> to play.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's better, Paradise or Mississippi? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, very, I'm,
2: very <laughs> proud, I'm very proud of the Commonwealth for cracking the top three. Uh, you know?
0: Tennessee awesome, is, uh, so, you know, I'm from Nashville, so I had to show love. Tennessee is 21, so it's, it's exactly what I thought it would be, like, slightly above average. Like, no. like Tennessee is always <laughs> slightly above average in everything alright well
1: that'll do it for Slices uh, stay tuned up next John Eldridge joins us to Judah featuring Caleb Chapman. The song is Hallelujah Song, Psalm 103. Well, if you've heard the last few episodes of the podcast, you know that we've just started our limited content series called Quarter Life. It's a series where every Tuesday and Thursday we're publishing an article at Relevant and here on the podcast podcast for the series. We are having conversations with leaders from a variety of lanes, specifically about that quarter life season of life uh, in your 20s when you are rethinking everything and kind of laying the foundation for what kind of life you're going to have. The content is to encourage and inspire you to make the most of your 20s. The quarter life series is sponsored exclusively by our friends at UHSM health. You need to check out what they're doing, Christian health sharing. The reason why there's such a great presenting sponsor for Quarter Life is they are all about wellness, holistic wellness, spirit, mind, and body. And so they align with all this content. It's great. Also, in your 20s, you're kind of rethinking everything. And with UHSM, check it out, kind of rethinking healthcare and all that. It's really cool. Well, today's Quarter Life segment is with John Eldridge. He's a counselor, lecturer, and bestselling author behind books like The Sacred Romance, Journey of Desire, and one of my favorites, Wild at Heart. We talked to him about the trauma that he's seen this last year and what has taken on our souls with the pandemic, political turmoil, and gun violence draining us at a spiritual level. And while we're all affected by it, especially in your 20s, it's important to call things out for what they are and you know, process and heal well in the midst of it and you know on the other side of it so here is our conversation with author john eldridge
5: I wonder if you could speak a little bit to, uh, to some of the people who are going to be listening to this, reading this who are a little bit younger, their trauma is sort of unique and that maybe their, their senior year of college got thrown off. Maybe their career goals, maybe brand new, like season of life that was completely derailed by this. Um, obviously maybe don't have the sort of, uh, uh, resources right now for some sort of vacation or something that would really allow them to replenish in the way they want to. Where
6: does this leave them? I'm really glad that you brought that up because they need soul care just as much as the people that maybe got hospitalized or the people that lost their jobs during 2020. Or like it's, it, it would be easy to say, well, I'm young, and I'm going to rebound, and it's okay, yeah. so I'm good, yeah, yeah. Um, but you're not good. You're not good. You you passed through the global trauma just like everybody else, and you had your series of disappointments. And the problem is you're now looking at a future that's pretty uncertain. Um, You know, the career field that you're hoping to go into is not hiring right now, or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So I would back up and say um, there is a kind of resilience that youth will give you but it's not the same thing as recovery. Taking care of your body, taking care of your soul does not take a lot of money. It really doesn't. Uh, One of the cool things about walking is that it does good things for your brain. This is really wild stuff. So the brain loves accomplishing things. The The brain loves it when it feels like you are making progress, right? So that's why when you kill it on a test, or you do great on in an interview. You come out of there and you're like, "Oh man, I'm stoked! Like, woo, we killed it!" Right? Um, the brain loves that. When you're walking, you're continually feeding that in your brain because you're moving forward. So that's free. <laughs> <laughs> you walk, you walk around the block like that's free. <laughs> and and the thing is, beauty beauty is really healing to the soul, and beauty's free. Like you, you know, music and reading, but also nature getting out, you know, getting out in the rain, getting out in the sun, you know, letting nature do its healing thing, uh, Beauty's free. And so you don't, you don't need a big income to take care of your mm-hmm. soul. But you do need to recognize that your soul needs taken care of. More coming in, here's the math, more coming in than is going out in the next several months. Okay, so you just think about that and you go, okay, the people I'm going to hang out with. Are they life-giving people or are they draining people? The 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 road trip I'm planning, more life or more cost? What's the cost, joy on that? You know, you just start thinking that through. You go, okay, all right, I'm gonna be kind to myself and do some of those things that bring me life, which may include video games. It, it may include binge watching, you know, Netflix. That's okay. If it brings you life, if there's joy in it, the cost is low. Just don't stay there, right? Also see real people and do real things.
5: I also wanted to ask you, and and I'm wondering if this is a symptom of the sort of trauma you're talking about. There has been, over the past couple of months, an enormous reckoning, cultural reckoning for, particularly centered around young men, a lot of the anger that you're seeing in young men that is driving what looks like radicalizations, particularly online. Uh, it can be QAnon, but sometimes it's just very aggressively uh, sort of toxic online presence and it can look like storming the Capitol building, but it doesn't have to. Is that sort of another symptom potentially of what you're talking about here, this this ongoing trauma? Is that part of it, or am I making a connection that isn't there?
6: Totally part of it because um, yeah, man, this is huge right now. Um, there's a lot of anger, and particularly among men, and, and there are some reasons why, and there's some help for it. So men desperately want to feel, Competent. We want to feel effective. We want to feel like, in my world, I am helping. Uh, I I can fix the sink that's leaking right now, and I can enter into that tough relationship and bring life. And you know, in my teaching job, I'm bringing life. Or you know, in my admin job, I'm making things really race at my company. Like I am. I am helping. I am. I am a powerful presence. We just have come through a period of of history where we couldn't fix much of anything at all. Uh, Couldn't fix the economy. Couldn't fix the politics. Couldn't fix the broken education system. Couldn't couldn't fix the pandemic. Couldn't fix that. And and there is an anger in there of like, I just need to... I, I need to fix something, I need to set something right. And, and then that gets over into I need to set something straight, I need to set someone straight. I am gonna, you know, and, and, and then you get the the rage there. But you got to name the anger, guys, you got to name the anger, like, name it, write it down, shout it out, like to yourself, not online. <laughs> like, where's the anger coming from? What is that rooted in and, and then th- this is going to be a very surprising soul care thing. um There needs to be a couple places in your life where you are making things right. You got to get that back, and and so you need to paint a room, plant a garden, fix your bike that's been broken for six months. Like put a new chain on it, get it working again. You. You need to do simple things. I swear to you, this is going to work. If you'll look, if you'll follow this because the masculine soul needs to feel effective and to feel like you are effective. And so you got to get some places in your life where you are effective, even if it's in a pretty small sphere right now. Like, yeah, that shower has been broken for six months. I'm going to go get a new head and change the head out on that thing or whatever. Right? Like, Pick some things in your world that you can fix and and, and settle yourself back into that sense of competency uh, because your anger now is totally misdirected.
5: I think that the, the pandemic, the trauma flowing out of that, mixed with some of the the political tensions and the social cultural tensions has driven a lot of people into a place of feeling very disconnected from the people they care about in their life. Families have been driven apart both physically and in some cases, socially, culturally, spiritually. Um, Churches, same way. Friendships, absolutely. We've been hearing this a lot, particularly from young people at Relevant, that they don't really know how to engage those relationships anymore because it seems like those obstacles are insurmountable. What would your advice to people feeling that sort of disconnection from other people be?
6: It's been a, it's interesting that you ask this question. Okay, so um, right now our family—so I'm going to be super vulnerable. Uh, our family is divided on vaccines, okay. and there are pro, pro vaccine and folks who say, "I just don't. I don't, don't want to do that. That's that's my health choice, and I don't I don't want to do that for health reasons, not for political reasons." Um, and I can see it trying to divide our family. And I wanted to. Okay, so I want to fix it, right? So I'm gonna, I and so I wanted to send this group text, and and Jesus caught me, and He said, "Don't send that. That that's further fuel on the fire, pal. Yeah. Like, drop all that stuff. It yeah. isn't about the vaccine. It's about love. It." It's about love. Bring this back around to how much you love these people and just drop it. Drop it. So I would, I would say if there are things that got in to the relationship that helped add to the isolation that was the politics of last fall or the politics of last week, you know, or the news or the vaccines or whatever, the past like gang, you know what? Drop it. Drop it. That stuff is actually really small potatoes. When you compare to love, that love is the goal. Love is what we're after. Love is what heals relationships. And so I'd be honest, I'd name it. I'd name your thing and say, hey, can we just drop all that other stuff and just just hang out together? Let's go ride let's go do do a, a road bike trip or something together. Drop the small stuff, gang, and, and drop the incendiary stuff. It's just super unhelpful. Let's come back to love. You love these people. You want relationships.
1: That was John Eldridge. Make sure to check out the rest of, the, of that conversation in the quarter life section at relevantmagazine.com. It's exclusively presented by uhsm stay tuned up next you don't want to miss this it's going to be the relevant culture quiz with our special guest
5: This week on Relevant Recommends, we're talking about the Oscars. This Sunday, the Oscars will air without a host, but with the otherwise normal categories. And we're going to tell you where to stream the best nominees. Check it all out at relevantmagazine.com.
1: sing to flying lotus featuring thundercat the song is black gold that's a great one okay so i told you at the beginning of the show we're gonna do a stupid game it's the it's time for
3: relevant culture
1: quiz relevant culture quiz uh the tv (laughs) edition now it is oscar weekend okay and we thought we were gonna do a movie themed game but you know what this pandemic wasn't really about movies for most of us. It was about binge-watching TV shows. So we thought we would bring back the relevant culture quiz, focus it on TV this Oscar weekend. And joining us for the game is one of our favorite artists, friends, a friend of the show, Marty from Social Club Misfits. Hey, man. Hey, guys. Uh, now, can we ask you a quick question before we get started? <laughs> <laughs> Talk to yeah, me.
2: This is, this is something very important to address. We are using yeah. a podcast platform that is... Uh, you, you know, a lot of people in the industry are, are moving over to that okay. requires you when you when you sign in to to see all of your fellow podcasters. Yeah, you what, what we're looking at right now is little cubes. It's like a, it's just like a very sophisticated uh-huh. podcast. Zoom. Jesse, mm-hmm. get to the point. I already know what you're gonna ask. Your screen name says Daddy. Your screen name says Daddy. Who were you last podcasting with? Why did
1: you put in Daddy? You
2: had to type that in. No, no. no. I-, I think he was in another podcast where Daddy was the guest. I just wanted Bro, to
7: start Daddy. this show on the right foot. You know, just just warm everybody up. I didn't want to. I just didn't want to tiptoe. Let's just get to the facts. You know, I don't know.
3: Do we? Should we call you Daddy this whole time? So I I
7: went bowling recently right? Okay. And I was, you know, I was like, everyone's putting cool names, you know, and I, I put dad, that I thought it was the funniest thing, because what was happening is, like, people would have to call Elaine and be like, order for, order for daddy ready, like, yeah. they just make everyone uncomfortable. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, order for daddy, we got fries, you know, it's this grown man, he kind of looks like a car, like, the people who work at bowling alleys kind of look like carnival people a little bit, I know that's weird, yeah, yeah. but there's well, this, I had this idea, like, I had this theory, this where it's like, whoever, wherever you work, you look like yeah. the building, and so like they look like they would. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know if that makes sense. Like, uh, so hey, it doesn't make hey, any hey, sense. But, but was I, say this city, I,
2: I gotta say, the city bowling alley employees out there right now, because. They're not Listen, listening, Jesse. Never... They're not listening to this. <laughs> hey, they're but, not. But they're escaping they are... the law. That's what's happening well, in their exactly. life. <laughs> exactly. Here, okay, here's here's my thing, man. Bowling Alley employees got to it out. Have you ever seen a stressed out Bowling Alley employee? I've nope. seen a line. I have gone there in the middle of the day for a kid's birthday party, and there's yeah. a line of like 48-year-olds waiting to get shoe sizes, yeah. Yeah. jumping all over. And that, the, the, yeah. the bro behind the shoe counter is like, all right, man, what size you got? You, you well, know, the most <laughs> chill people. Like, He's kind of high a little bit.
7: It, you know like there's yeah. there's yeah. some questionable like you don't need a full ADHD. background check for the bowling alley
2: you know what i'm saying I, I like know, you know what type of person i'm talking about be, right you know what type look, of come look. on they're not even they're not even like vaping uh, behind the counter right yeah. like they're, they're, get, they're buzzed whole from joint. that spray they got that spray in the shoe yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you spray yeah they're, they're high masks. they're super they're high
7: look. from that well the guy that i always went to he like actually went down to go get the shoe duct did a little puff of something and they went back up oh, no. and I was like, there's 12 year olds here, sir. You know, I don't know <laughs> nicotine in the air. Plus that.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's yeah. a lot of, and then he said, yeah. here's
3: your shoes, daddy. All right. So
1: here's what we're going to do. We're going to do uh, the relevant culture quiz TV edition, and we're going to do teams. I'm going to team up the two artists derek and marty will be on one team versus uh jamie and jesse all right so what we'll do is i'll get i'll ask you questions this quiz like the first one was written by our very own tyler huckabee so there might be some twists and turns and deep cuts in there so just warning you now so you said it's
0: me and marty versus jesse and jamie uh uh-huh yep (laughs) you
1: you guys are up first it's a multiple choice question here we go ready During the pandemic, Better Call Saul became one of the most-watched shows on Netflix, ascending in popularity even over Breaking Bad, which starred Bryan Cranston and Aaron Paul. Which actors did Breaking Bad creators originally want for Walt and Jesse in Breaking Bad? Was it A, Jason Sudeikis and Andy Samberg? B, Owen Wilson and Kel Mitchell? C, Matthew Broderick and Ashton Kutcher? Or D, Chris Rock and James Franco?
2: Who's who's what team is this?
1: This is 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 for Derek. Derek and and Daddy. Okay, Okay. Derek (laughs) and Daddy. (laughs) Sorry,
4: guys.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I would say I would
7: say C. I think it was Ashton Kutcher. I don't know why. I feel like that's such a
1: random uh, Matthew Broderick and Ashton Kutcher. Is that the one? That's what I I would. That's what I would. I don't know. What do you think, Derek?
0: Though I don't know. So who was the first one? The first one was Jason Sudeikis
1: and Andy Samberg two SNL guys I know, Andy Samberg yeah I'm just saying they're, they're really funny
7: but you know what also they had Bill Burr on that show so who do you know like mm, they also take comedians and they make them very serious I was just thinking that's the most wild card I don't think they would get Matthew McConaughey he wouldn't go on TV nah. who are
1: the other choices Owen, Chris Wilson, and Kilmitch- Owen Wilson-, Wilson and Kill Mitchell or Chris Rock and James Franco. Uh, maybe Chris Rock and James I don't know man
7: that is difficult for a TV
0: show I don't know that's crazy who's
7: I don't know. the most I'm a- reasonable like who who could who do they think they could get I think that's what we need to I think you work might, I, think,
0: I think C might be it let's just try uh, C Matthew
1: Broderick and Ashton Kutcher that is correct.
0: You guys
3: know
1: it. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I mean, listen, the first time we played this game, Tyler's game, it was 0-0. Zero, zero, so. He's like, all right, all right, all right. We, been, we
0: on the board.
2: That would have been the lamest Did you know show that Jesse? ever.
0: It would no, have been I an not, awful. And, I, okay. no. and,
2: and, and I, I am a completist in the Breaking Bad uniform, uh, yeah. universe. I've seen every Better Call Saul. I've seen, I've seen it all. And I yeah. had no idea. All I could say is that would be awful awful like hey, i'm not throwing shade at ashton kutcher but it's ashton kutcher is better just being ashton kutcher than he is being in stuff you know yeah. what i mean like <laughs> no one's like hey man you see the ne- n- here's a phrase no one has said and <laughs> since Va- since the era where like von dutch belt buckles were were <laughs> hit hey man you see the new ashton kutcher project no one no one cares no one i mean it's people who watch that random Von The Ranch Dutch. show on Netflix. Nice reference, yeah. by the
1: way. Von yeah, thank Dutch. You. Von Von Dutch. Jesus, that was, like, that was it, daddy's it's heyday like, right there.
2: It was the Jesus <laughs> is my homeboy t-shirt era. You know, like yeah. that, like that uh-huh. was a hardcore. I don't think anyone has peaked as hard. Air. Yeah, no pumped one peaked camp. as hard as Ashton Kutcher did in the Jesus is my homeboy
1: t-shirt era.
2: That is yeah. that is just pop cultural peaky. Dude, that's early
1: relevant. That's like 2003, 2004. I mean, we had that junk in the magazine. I mean, that yeah, Yeah. I lived through (laughs) that. All right. Here we go. Second. All right. The first round for Jamie and Jesse. Here we go. The Mandalorian became Disney Plus's first original content hit Telling the story of a rogue bounty hunter And the cute creature he takes under his wing This season featured the return of Boba Fett Who was first introduced In what Star Wars film A. The Empire Strikes Back B. Return of the Jedi C. The 1978 Star Wars Holiday Television Special Or D. Star Wars A New Hope
2: Jamie, I can rule out only one of those, and I have no. I, but but your guess is as good as mine. I'm just not a Star Wars guy.
3: Okay, Jesse. At one point, I thought Luke and Leia were married, and so I'm like not into the Star Wars <laughs> stuff because they're brother <laughs> and sister. We found out, but they kissed once. I I think I heard. Uh, what? What are you ruling out? Yeah, it's, it's, it's problematic. Yeah, didn't they kiss accidentally before they knew they were brother and sister?
2: I don't, uh, Jamie, I have I have I. If you combine all of the Star Wars that I've seen in my life, <laughs> it may. <laughs> It's more than the Harry Potter I've seen in my life, but it's okay, so which very... Which <laughs> one would you
3: rule out? Because I had one that made me, made the me think. Which one you... I think. The
2: Christmas special. I think the Christmas <laughs> special was wrong. Is that what you were Wait. thinking?
3: <laughs> Say them again, Cameron, real quick.
1: Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, the 1978 Star Wars Holiday Television Special, or Star Wars A New Hope?
3: I mean, you may me to just guess? Yeah. Yes. I'm guessing B. B. The answer B, is B. C, the
1: 1978 Star Wars Holiday Television Special. Uh,
3: <laughs> Dang. That's Dude, where they okay. introduced a character? Uh, <laughs> 1978, baby. <laughs> My gosh.
0: That would have got me too, bro. I, that would have got me too. That and was Tyler random. That deepest. so random. Cuts. It's
2: like, <laughs> who was going to know this? I could have, I could have had
0: George Lucas
2: on. He's like, I, I can't remember when he came That was
1: forty five years ago. I don't know. All right, here we go. Uh second round, first question. Here we go for Derek and Daddy. When did the first episode of The Simpsons air? Nineteen ninety two? Nineteen eighty nine? Nineteen eighty six or nineteen ninety? I believe it I'm sorry, Derek. I think I know. I think no, was I, it was it on the
0: running bro, cause
7: I have no clue. It wasn't on the it was on a TV show. Not, it wasn't Conan O'Brien. Maybe it was Tracy Ullman. Show. Tracy, is a Tracy, that's Ullman what it was, show. and they all looked opposite. That trick, so that show was in the 80s because 1980s sevens, I think, when The Simpsons started around there. So, what was the first date? What was the oldest date?
1: Um, it was again, is when did the first episode of The Simpsons? Oh, okay, aired, so not in the Tracy 90, version 90, 92, 89, 86, or 90. I
7: think it's 89. Sorry,
1: Derek, I just jumped in on that one.
0: Do Derek, your thing, he, bro. You down with that? I'm ready. Whatever you say. That is correct. That's what I'm 1989. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> hey, I'm, I impressed, can't this. I'm impressed, Daddy. I'm impressed, Daddy.
3: Because, because I was not allowed Marty, to watch The Simpsons.
7: Me either. No. <laughs> me either. The vol- I but I still either. had the shirt as a kid, but I was never allowed to watch it. I was. Yeah, either. my parents
3: were like a no-go for my The pa- Simpsons. Pa- yeah, yeah. My
2: parents ab- My parents, after I remember, I remember the only thing. My, the only thing my parents attempted to ban was the Smurfs early on because Ooh. of Gargamel, and me and my brother made such fun of my mom for for banning Gargamel that she never attempted to ban anything else. Like we were like, "What? You're banning the Smurfs? Oh my gosh, Mom, this is you ridiculous! Are you Gargamel down over the Smurfs? Wow! Yeah, and they wow. and my mom like we were just savages. Me and my brother. And at that point, she's like, "There's no <laughs> point. They're gonna like Let them go. they're." Yeah, exactly. Let these let these little Fair hooligans children. Yeah. watch whatever. You can yeah. watch yeah. Cops, it so I get it. Oh, Cops Cops would be like a family event. You know, like, <laughs> oh,
1: sweet, <laughs> Cops no more? on, huh, man? All right, here you go, uh, Jesse and Jamie. Uh, one of the year's most popular shows was Ted Lasso, the story of a U.S. football coach turned U.K. football coach who makes up for his limited understanding of the new sport with his enormous understanding of the human heart. What is the weight of a standard soccer ball? Is it sixteen ounces, oh, two pounds, Lord. ten ounces, or there is no standard weight, only a standard circumference? It's a
2: good TV question. See,
3: this is Tyler Huckabee's question. What does this have to do with Ted Lasso? Jamie,
2: I, you know, as the question was being read, I looked oh, at I was your like, face. I got this. And and, and you were I've glowing. Seen it twice. Yes. Yeah, here's a pop culture reference in a show that's very relevant to uh, the discussion we're having right, right. now Absolutely. and the award season buzz that is happening right now. Mm-hmm. So. Here's a question that has that that show would in no way empower enable you to know, Jamie. I I'm gonna guess if I were if I were just make an assumption, but again, yeah. my assumption was completely wrong. I would say there is no standard weight for a soccer ball; it's only circumference. But mm-hmm. the only reason I'm saying that is is because it seems like out of all, and again, I have no way of I'd have never even played organized soccer, but I would think. Out of all the sports, it would be easiest, like, a few ounces here and there are going to really matter if you're just kicking it. But I
3: have
1: no idea. What's your answer?
3: Jesse, you get to pick. Uh, The one that is,
2: yeah, just the circumference. That's what I'm going with.
1: The answer is A, 16 ounces. There's, of (gasps) course, a standard weight for a ball. But you know what? My favorite thing about Tyler's very bizarre question writing is, is what Jesse pointed out the other time we played, where he said, uh, you know, Britney Spears had a free Britney moment uh, uh, <laughs> and a javelin is shaped like a spear. What's right. the longest javelin throw in the Olympics? Yeah, what, you know, was like the point?
3: what was the point of the even framing it as a Ted Lasso question? I've seen yeah. Ted Lasso okay. the entire season twice. I'm here for this. It's, it's never been addressed. How, how many scenes were there
2: where Ted Lasso cares about the weight of the soccer ball?
0: None. Sorry, None. I, was, I was over here dying. I'm like, yo, Jamie was like, this is in a bag. <laughs> I'm
3: coming in strong, finally. Yeah. Well, all right. So well, the winners
0: are like, Derek. You like
2: Ted Lasso? Here's an unrelated <laughs> trivia piece of trivia.
1: Well, we got to actually cut this one a little bit short. Uh, so we're going to go after two rounds. The winner is two nothing, Derek and Daddy. Congratulations. Great, great debut. There was so much
7: squeezed in this like 15 minutes, by the way. Do you ever notice that? Like this was jam-packed for 15 minutes.
1: That is true. This
2: is a this is content dense.
1: I've never seen somebody win 2-0 in their debut. That's amazing. Good Sorry. Job. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining
0: us, man. I love you guys. You like Hey. <laughs> Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso is this. Wonder Woman has a lasso. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Michelle Obama is a woman.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Where yeah. was what? Michelle Obama's was cousin Michelle born? Ob-
2: <laughs> <laughs> Francis McDormand's performance in Nomadland is yeah. largely considered the overwhelming favorite in the Oscars this season. That's if right. you've seen the film, you know it takes place on planet Earth how old is the mineral deposit on the fourth crust layer of the earth you've seen nomad land you've
1: heard the buzz now tell us a fact about geology well you know what i'll just say it right now officially that uh we're gonna we're gonna finish this game we're gonna do round two we got we got a lot more where that came from and marty's already given us a signal that he's he's down to uh to jump back in and do a part two. So that'll be a lot of fun. So don't miss the next installment of the Relevant Culture Quiz TV edition. All right, before we wrap it up, I just wanted to mention it is late April. And if you haven't checked out the March-April issue of Relevant, this is among your last chances to do it. It features the uh, great cover story with one of our favorite bands, Johnny Swim. We also have features with Nabar uh Taya from Hillsong United, Oscar-nominated actor Lakeith Stanfield, and think pieces about climate change, gender equality in the church, uh, fighting sexual abuse in the church, and a lot more. Go check it out now. It's available for free. Thanks to our presenting sponsor. You guessed it. UHSM over at relevantmagazine.com. Just click on the ma- magazine tab right there. Hey, and while you're there, check out the quarter life section. Uh, it's uh, updated, like I said, every Tuesday and Thursday uh, with some great content covering a spectrum of topics that you will want to tackle and that core part of life your quarter life where you are rethinking everything and kind of setting the foundation for what's to come. Go check it out. Quarter life presented by UHSM right now at relevant for limited time. Uh, many thanks to John Eldridge for talking to us. You can check him out on Twitter at John Eldridge. Uh, and like I said, check out the rest of that conversation over at quarterlife at relevant. Also thanks to Marty for joining us. And also you will be hearing from him again. I think there's a score to settle. Okay, on that note, we'll wrap it up. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Jesse Carey.
3: I'm Jamie Ivey.
1: And I'm Derek Miner. We will see you next Friday. Have a great weekend, everyone.
7: Thanks for listening to The Relevant Podcast. Check out our features, interviews, and news updates every day at relevantmagazine.com. And make sure to follow Relevant on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest. For more great podcasts, browse the shows on the Relevant Podcast Network, which you can find at our site. And while you're there, don't miss the all-new era of Relevant Magazine, a new issue releases every other month at RelevantMagazine.com.
2: Just shut up for a second.
7: Relevant Podcast
4: Network.
3: When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo.